This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. In 2009, my daughter, Christine, got married. Uh, My son-in-law's name is John, and Christine and John have been dating since the beginning of time. What that means is, is that John showed up at our house when Christine was 16 years old. They were high school sweethearts, went on to college together, and got engaged and married. They now have two kids and one on the way. Well, she got married in 2009, but in 2007, John called me and said, hey, I'd like to have a discussion with you. And of course, I knew what that meant. He was going to ask me to approve of him uh, asking her to get married and uh, to get our blessing. And so sure enough, we did that and had that conversation and it was great. And so uh, that transpired. And then John called me uh, a while later and said, listen, Uh, I'm going to get engaged to Christine in two weeks. I'm calling to let you know because it's going to be in a park, and my dad and I have made a bench, and we're going to have it all lined up, and so I wanted to tell you about it so that you could be there and and see it. And my reaction was, why would I want to be there? That sounds like something the two of you should be doing. And he said, no, 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 we're going to have have other other people come and show up, and the idiot that I am was like, that was so foreign to me. I had no concept of it. It seemed like a private thing to do. And um, so I didn't attend, but yet uh, his parents did. Um, our Christine's mom was there. They were hiding behind trees. They got to see the whole event there. So there's all these pictures of them getting engaged. And I saw all the pictures afterwards, but I wasn't there for the actual event because I just didn't, I didn't know, or I guess he told me, but I was too stupid to recognize that. And I should have known because uh, the kids grew up in Texas and I grew up in Connecticut and they're just two very different places. And I should have known that because back when they had prom, when uh, Christine had a junior prom, which of course John took her to the junior prom. And I remember the parents saying the kids came over to get their pictures taken at the house, which was pretty normal to me. And they said, oh, all the parents are going to the prom. And of course, I completely ignore that, didn't do it. I had no idea what they were doing. And Come to find out that the parents, after they take pictures at the house, they then proceed to go to the prom and go where the place is and take pictures again. So I was at least had a second chance at that because when she was a senior, again with John, uh, I did go to that one and went to the hotel where they had the prom and we took some more pictures or different pictures. We were able to just see it. And quite frankly, it was very, very strange to me. But that was the way it was, and so I was able to make that one, but I missed the engagement one. And and so I think that 
I just didn't understand the concept behind engagement, and I certainly didn't understand the concept behind what people do today, which is to actually go see people get engaged. I've since had other kids that do it, and big drama, and lots of pictures, and hired photographers, and you know, pictures hanging in trees, and a whole bunch of people flying in, and there's just a lot of drama around engagement. That there's always been drama around engagement, but it was always more of a one-on-one thing. Anyway, the reason that I tell you all that is because. I thought we would spend some time today talking about engagement. And of course, we're talking about engagement in a contact center. And I wanted to talk to you about some of the things that are some of the fallacies or some of the impressions that you may or may not have or that other people have that are just not true when it comes to what happens in a contact center in relation to engagement. So first up is that just like an engagement, it's not one day or even two. It's an ongoing thing. When people get engaged, they get engaged at one time, but engagements can last for months to, in some instances, years. And so there's a lot of things about being engaged that's not a singular event. And for those of you that, um, that you know, even even being engaged, you have a you have a, a, a name, which is fiance, right? So fiance is a, a name that once you get engaged, you change from boyfriend and girlfriend or significant other, whatever the other term is that you may be using to fiance, right? Um, one E for the guy, two E's for the, for the gal. Um, it comes from the, the Latin word, which means promise or, um, you know, trust. And of course also means betrothed. Um, and so I, I tell you the fact that it's not one day because I, I don't want you to get caught up in this one year, once a year measurement that goes on sometimes in engagement or even quarterly measurement. It's an ongoing deal. And sometimes organizations have a tendency to look at engagement and say, well, you know what, man, we take a we take a survey, we do it once a year, we do it four times a year, and our engagement is 85% or 75% or whatever the number is. Engagement is so much more than that. Engagement is an everyday experience. And you really need to look at it that way and to see engagement and your engagement with your employees as something that's day-to-day and not something that you measure once a year or four times a year. And I'll give you a a great analogy. Uh, Imagine if somebody only said, I love you once. I'm sure you've heard the horror stories of kids that have to go to counseling, adults that go to counseling for years because their parents never told them that they love them, or couples that have been together where... You know, one of the spouses says, you know, the other has never said that I love you or has only said I love you once. And when you talk to the other spouse, the spouse says, well, I I told you when we got married that I loved you. How many more times do I need to say it? The reality is, is that it needs to be repetitive. Engagement is something that goes on every day. It's something that occurs over and over and over again. And speaking of love, Herb Kelleher, who was the CEO of Southwest Airlines, used to say, that the reason that he was so wildly successful is he said, you know what, we love our employees, our employees love our customers, and when you have that much love going around, you can make a lot of money. And so the concept of everyday engagement, uh, everyday measurement, everyday looking for different ways to engage with your employees is a way that you need to look at it because it's not just a one-and-done event. It happens over the course of time. Second up is that the frequency matters a lot. And there are so many things to do when you get engaged. There are so many things that are going. There's so much stuff that has to occur. There's obviously 
bridal showers and there's planning and there's the guest list and there's where the people are going to sit and there's all the fights and arguments that you have about how we're going to put Aunt Frida together with Uncle Joe because they don't like each other and they've got some long-term family tiff and what are the colors going to be and what are you going to eat and all the different things that you're going to say and are you going to put people up and there's just so much that goes on into the planning in the engagement stage that there's a lot of things that goes on. Well, in a contact center, the frequency of engagement really, really matters. And our ability to measure that and review their their performance and know what's going on in engagement is important. And we have to measure everything. We have to get feedback. You know, how often do they eat lunch? When do they go for training? You know, how many company outings? Do you know how often your employees are engaged with your organization? And there's going to be different frequencies for different people. Right. So they got introverted, extroverted people. You know, there's an opportunity where where the introverted person may not need the same level of engagement frequency that the extroverted person does does. Or if they do, it's going to be slightly different. I had a I had a buddy in town this weekend um, from high school and man, he loved to talk. And so his engagement quotient was way up there, whereas mine would certainly be much, much less. And how you engage matters as well. Whether the engagement is coaching or connecting or smiling or showing interest or teaching or redirection, even a PIP is an engagement. It's an opportunity for you to connect with your employee. How often your employee connects with their numbers and how often they're looking at their numbers and the number of different ways that you communicate and show them their numbers are all part of engagement and all part of something that needs to be considered when I look at the whole array of things that go on with engagement. Third up is is that engagement is not an HR thing. It's a it goes so much deeper than that. And what that basically means is that how people feel really matters and how they feel all the time matters. You know, in an engagement environment, the ups and downs of of people getting married is just, uh, it can be overwhelming. I know you've heard the term bridezilla or groomzilla. Well, that those up and down motions that occur associated with the ebbs and flows of people getting engaged and the pressures of the wedding and and the you know the families getting together is is just um, just pretty crazy. I, I heard a statistic. Don't know whether it's true. So in this world of today's, where somebody tells you something and you repeat it, I'm telling you up front. I don't know whether it's true, but I've heard it said, and I've got no reason not to believe it. And that is, if I were to ask you what the single biggest day of alcohol sales is in the United States, what would your guess be? Many might guess New Year's Eve or perhaps July Fourth. The answer that I've heard is the day before Christmas, and second is the day before Thanksgiving, and that's because families are going to get together, and so everybody goes out and gets all liquored up so that they can handle their families for a day because the stress and drama that comes with families getting together, well, you can imagine with a wedding, you've got that same drama, only they're all showing up for one particular day, and of course, the bride and groom want the day to be perfect, and we all know that families are not perfect. So there's a lot of emotions that run in, in, in engagement, and there's a lot of emotions that run in the day-to-day operation of your contact center and how your people feel matters and how they feel every day and how they feel in the mornings and in the afternoon. 
and how they feel on busy days and slow days and Mondays and Fridays. And how are we going to know how they feel? We're we're just going to ask. And we need to be consistently formal with our asking, consistently informal, you know, professionally, personally, publicly, privately. We need to consistently be checking in on how people are doing and measuring it. In our platform, we actually um, do pulse checks. And of course, then we also do your more consistent HR type surveys that measure the uh, measure the attitudes and and feelings and morale of the employees. And of course, we can also get insight into the different things that they do. But simply checking in on somebody and seeing how they're doing just in a, in a, in a, in a, just a friendly drop by their desk or, or chat or text is important to know because that really makes a difference. You know, we don't really know what's going on in the lives of other people. I mean, whenever you talk to somebody, if you ever run into a circumstance where you're talking to somebody and they're just really angry, they got a lot of angst, or maybe they bite your head off, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know whether that person's got a, a sick child or whether they're they're having some issues with um, with some sort of a marital conflict or some sort of family family sickness going on or whether they've got something going on with them themselves. You just never really know. But if we're engaged and we're connected and we stay up with people, we, we find out these things and we know what's going on. I heard a pastor say one time, you know, that, that, you know that, that life really isn't a bunch of peaks and valleys. It's not really the way life works. Life is a lot more like a, like a railroad track where you're kind of bouncing between really positive things going on and negative things going on. Someone once said that you never have, you never have more problems at one time than you do another. You always have the same number of problems. They're just different. So whether you're going through bankruptcy or you just won the lottery, you've got the same number of problems. They're just different problems. And yes, I would much rather have the lottery problems than the bankruptcy problems. But how they feel matters. And number four, it's supposed to be fun and rewarding, but fun is never distracting or depressing. You know, when people get engaged in weddings, it's, it's supposed to be a great time. And, and, and all too often, it ends up being a disaster because, you know, people get involved and, and they get too serious and they say the wrong things. And and it ends up being uh, ends up being a mess and, and people are stressed and they get in fights and and it just turns out to be an awful experience rather than a wonderful experience. And, uh, you know, the day of a wedding is, is a, um, uh, it, it's not supposed to be a performance, right? It, it's supposed to be just an experience that you have. And, uh, I, I do know a little bit about weddings. I, um, I was invested and owned a business for 10 years in the wedding business. And, uh, we actually had a couple of different wedding venues and did almost a couple thousand weddings and events. So I'm actually an expert in weddings, which maybe I can talk about if you have any questions on those, I'd be happy to answer those. But it's a um, it could be a really depressing time for people, and that's certainly something that we don't want to have. You, you don't want to have happen, and it's the same way with with engagement, right? Engagement is supposed to be fun and rewarding, but fun is never supposed to detract or depress. So. You know, right out of the gates, most people, when they think of engagement, they think of spinning a dial or gamification or, you know, we're going to have some sort of fun. You know, it's not designed to, you know, engagement's not designed to take you away from your work or distract you. If you're a spinner, you know, or you like the spinning and, you know, and and that kind of thing, uh, go for it. Um, But that's not really the intention of an engagement. And then, and, 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 and so the fun should never distract you from your work. Your fun should be in the work. 
and work doesn't necessarily have to be fun. Let's be clear that we're talking about work fun, not fun fun. I have my fun fun when I go play golf or my fun fun when I go surfing or when I go to the movies or when I hang out with friends or when I go out to dinner. Uh, Many people's work is fun, but in most instances in the real world, work is, that's work fun, not fun fun. So sometimes I think we get a little bit distracted by this whole let's spin a dial thing, which really has nothing to do with fun. So the second thing is I said it's not supposed to be distracting um, and it's not supposed to be depressing, right? Depressing because the same old people win. You never actually win anything. Uh, you know, you know, it's the kind of thing where you get to hold on to something that you already have because it means that if you do something right, you won't lose anything. Or it's the same old thing uh, time after time after time. Engagement's not supposed to be depressing, right? Engagement's supposed to be rewarding. And rewarding is fun, when, when people are rewarded, it's fun. And, and I'm not talking about rewarded in the sense that you get a gas ticket or you get a restaurant ticket or whatever those tickets are. And those are all really great and those were really good. I'm talking about the reward of, of learning, of growing, of succeeding, of working with peers, of accomplishing something new, getting better, overcoming a long-term talent challenge, getting most improved, being the best at something, overcoming a fear. That's rewarding. That's work fun when I'm able to get into an environment where I do something great and people then recognize me. And recognition, again, is something that's also personal. Back to the introverted, extroverted kind of thing. I want to recognize people the way they want to be recognized. And then, and then the other thing about engagement is, is that engagement should be creative. It should be new. It should be different. It even should be mysterious if it can be. You know, remember when you were a kid and somebody said, I have a secret. Oh, you know, that was really cool, right? You wanted to know what the secret was because it was mysterious. Or or I know I've told you the story before of the Southwest Airlines. When you get on a Southwest Airlines plane and you open the overhead bin, you never know who's going to be in there or they're going to make some sort of a funny announcement or the ticket counter is going to create a mooing sound or whatever it is. There's going to be some sort of surprise or mystery. And, and that's something that really, really helps engagement. And, you know, let's get engaged with our employees. And let's not do it once or twice. Let's do it every day. Let's be frequent about how we engage with them, whether we're engaging with them at their desk or on the phone, whether we're trying to connect them up with their peers, connect them to their numbers, reinforce their numbers, additional training. Let's remember that that how they feel really counts. And a Again, it's not something that you can ask once a year. It's something that we measure all the time and we can be consistent about it, consistently formal, consistently informal, professionally, personally, publicly, privately. And then engagement's supposed to be fun and rewarding, but it's not supposed to be distracting or depressing. Uh, It's not about spinning dials. It's not about gift certificates or gas tickets. It's about rewarding work fun, where they're doing things that they're successful at, that they're growing, that they're getting better. That's where you get the engagement from. That's where you get the reward from. And of course, we want to recognize all of that success. We want to recognize their performance. We want to recognize the fact that they're there. We want to recognize the fact that they've got a life and we're connected to it. And hopefully they're connected to our company, they're connected to us, and they're connected to our peers. 
I started this story and told you that uh, I missed my um, daughter's engagement, and but then I also mentioned that two other uh, that had a couple other kids that got engaged as well. Well, I wasn't invited to those engagements. <laughs> I was only invited to one of them, and the one that I was invited to, I blew it. So I don't want you to blow this engagement thing. So jump on board now. Say yes. Get involved. And let's get engaged with our employees. It's been great to talk to you this week. Can't wait to talk to you next week. I know, and you know, you can be a great leader. You just simply have to go make it happen. So, make it so, make it happen. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.